0: What's good, my people? <laughs> We're here today.
1: Hand in. <laughs> We're here today. Welcome
0: back to the Capture V podcast. And I appreciate you joining today. Today we have a special guest, um, Pastor Alexander Sanchez. How are you today?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank Sweet, you.
0: Man, thank you for having us. Um, he is married. <laughs> He's been married for four years. He has one, he has one kid. He's been in ministry for 11 years. Um, Of course, he is, uh, that's just a little bit teaser. I'm I'm not going to put it out on there, but he will be starting his own podcast as well. Um, (laughs) So definitely follow him. Um, His church is Unveiled Church. Um, please at him um at Unveil Church. Um, you can go on the website, Unveil Ministry as well. Um, he is uh um he is a man of God, a pillar in the kingdom of God, and we're so glad to have him here. So we're just gonna review a couple questions and we'll see what the Lord had. Is that okay with you? Amen. Let's do it. All right, sweet. So um one of the questions that we have from our viewers, um, because of the time that we live in right now. Um, social media has been rampaged, and not only social media, but electronic as far as phones, iPad, more people has um, grasp to electronic. And one of the questions that our audience have is, um, what, what would be your advice for someone who is struggling with pornography and who is not only with pornography but nine days there's um what what's that new thing called um what, what people pay um people pay to see uh
1: um, only fans
0: only fans. <laughs> my bad Man, I'm, I'm still i'm still trying to get uh, you know acquainted with all these new stuff so with the only fans with the pornography and with of course even ig TikTok, and stuff like that if you ain't naked it ain't selling um so That's right. so i guess What advice can you give someone that is struggling in this area on their life and they're scared to put that forth because they feel embarrassed that hey they're going through this. And can you help us out with that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. It's a loaded question. I, um I have had issues with some of those things in my past. And I think one of the biggest things is allowing yourself to be vulnerable, not to yourself. You see, the world teaches you that it's good to be vulnerable to the world. Mm-hmm. It's good to be vulnerable and open. Uh, I think, and be- I really know and believe that uh to get, my advice to get past that because there is a way to get past it. There is a way to overcome it. You know, after all we are overcomers. Mm. Um, My advice is uh, talk to somebody you trust. Nice. Talk to somebody. Maybe uh, you know. Sometimes we we get a little religious, and we think it's just in the faith. Maybe you have somebody you really look up to in your family that you feel really bad that if you told them, you would be judged. But in reality, there's something that happens when you release something from this that's so, so wrapped in your heart that you um that you don't want anybody to know. It 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 uh it's like uh, it's like the black plague almost. It begins to spread because you're keeping it to yourself. Um, there's I really believe there's something uh, very pure about being open and honest. If you can be real with anyone about yourself, you can really get past yourself.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah. So then with this new social media movement, um, I know you've been in ministry with 11 years. How can we incorporate us as, um, believers and those who follow Jesus? How can we use social media as a tool to impact the world and show the word Jesus? Cause nine days look like what's very popular is people just trying to trend, trying to get yep. popular, mm-hmm. um, trying to, you know, get some likes and some views. Um, And we tend to be under the umbrella, just trying to be trendy, trying to be popular. So how can we utilize that for the kingdom of God?
1: Yeah, Uh, I think one of the biggest, uh, most impactful ways to benefit social media is allowing uh, us, allowing ourselves to freely post what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you said it earlier, you know, if, if it's not naked, it's not selling. <laughs> and because we know we live in a society that sex sells, right? Yeah. If we could be honest here. Yeah, be honest, so man. because of that, um, you see the trends on Instagram. It's, it's, if it's not people working out, half dressed, it's people trying different things or people dancing, half naked. it's always has something to do with the trend of the world. Yeah. I think we can invade it by trending with the church.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Uh, And the trending of the church is not, um, and we talked about it off air, is not necessarily pews and pulpit. Mm But trending of the church is getting together and allowing uh, getting together as believers and having fun. Somebody may be filming a piece of it, posting it, showing people that Jesus isn't boring. Nice. Nice. I like you know? that. I like that, man. That's awesome, man. And I know in your previous episode
0: and which was amazing. Um, if you didn't have a chance to hear, go ahead and get back and hear those previous episodes <laughs> that Pastor Sanchez was speaking. Um, and one of the questions we have, and because I see you have a heart um for the youth and a heart for Jesus, how can we captivate younger generation to focus on Jesus?
1: <laughs> Put religion to rest.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Help me out with that for people in the back that don't understand.
1: Yeah. Um I um Uh, to, to kind of give an explanation of my answer. Uh, one of the biggest issues we have today is young people don't want anything to do with Jesus because of the track record of religiosity. Mm. Religiosity says you have to come clean. Religiosity says you have to do this and do that in order to be this in Christ. And what happens is, is that that religion and that perspective of thinking And those actions that many have moved upon and made it a trend, because it's not just trending, uh, just trends on Instagram. There's a a serious uh, dilemma of a trend in the church, and it's called religion. Mm. And that religion, what it does is it causes young people to not want anything to do with it. Because if you tell a young person that they have to clean themselves up, that they have to do this, they have to do that and have to do this and have to do that. What happens is they automatically conform to their flesh right away and say, I can't because I do this, this and this. How am I supposed to stop? Um, Religion bounds us up to think that it's us that has to do something to be accepted by God. So to help the young people out there and anybody that's listening to me. Oh my God! I almost want to prophesy to you. <laughs> go ahead, man. The God. Well, what will help you is let go of trying to do this yourself, and allow God to lead you authentically. Don't be afraid of what people say about you. Hold on. Say that again. Say that again, man. I, I feel you hitting the spot. Okay. So again. I might be in the Holy Spirit on some of these parts. Yeah. So. Go ahead. Say that again. So okay. in order to allow God to to take you to the next level. See, I forgot what I said, because it's by the Holy Ghost. Some of it is off the grill. So if you catch it, you catch it. So um, to allow the Holy, to allow Jesus, I'm sorry, to invade in your life, you have to realize that it's not about behavior modification. And the young people today, when they look at church, they look at, well, I have to modify my behavior to be accepted. And what happens is the scripture says, clearly come as you are. Coming as you are doesn't mean you come dressed in your Nikes and your shorts. It means comes. It means come as you are in every area of your life. Just because somebody that's young, if there are anybody out there that's young and you struggle with marijuana and you struggle with different things, it doesn't mean that you are defined by your struggle and it doesn't Man. mean that Jesus doesn't want anything to do with you. What happens is religion teaches us that if you don't clean that up, you're not accepted. Well, today, if not anybody else, I accept you and I trust that if you trust Jesus and you let him lead you, it'll get worse before it gets better. Mm. When we when we come to the kingdom, we think that everything is flowers, but actually it's not. Because now God has to undo in us everything that we have done or somebody has done to us in the world to make us be the way that we are. Whether you cling to certain things, whether you like to smoke your reefer because you hung out with people that smoke the reefer. So what happens is when you want to stop smoking the reefer, I'm getting real now. You know what? You are getting real and I like it. When you stop smoking (laughs) the reefer, the way to stop smoking the reefer, I should say is... Religion tells you you have to stop, you're sinning, it's wrong. Jesus says, Let me stop for you. (laughs) Mm. Let me stop for you. Because, in fact, the reason why I say let me stop for you is because we forget that He's living as us. Mm. He died as us to live as us and to live for us. So, in the transition for young people, again, It is about allowing Jesus to do what he does in your life. I'm not giving a license to anyone to continue to do the wrong thing. Let me say that. And let me say it now. Grace is not an opportunity for you to take advantage, but grace is there so that you didn't have to take the penalty that Jesus took. Amen, amen. So.
0: No, no, I like that, man. That's been at that, that's yeah. 100. But you
1: have to be careful, you know. You get a little—some <laughs> people take that, and they're yeah, like, oh, I'm anyway, going to get crazy. they hit the highway. No, 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 I, no, I, I, no. I like that. Man. You have like to that. ask the Holy Spirit to slowly teach you, because it's a slow teaching, yeah. you know. And— because we're sticking with the same, of course,
0: our, the generation, upcoming young men, young women, my brothers and sisters. Right. Um. For those who are wanting to enter into ministry for God, or shall I say work for God, what advice, can you give them what are some ups and downs that you experienced since you've been in ministry for 11 years that you can probably encourage them or advise them this is this is how i started This is my ups and this is my down for those who are eager to get into ministry
1: for people that are eager to get into ministry the first thing you should know is it is not easy Um one thing that happens is uh and the scripture talks about it there's there's godly zeal and there's excitement there's zeal of of fleshly excitement yes i should say like that right so sometimes if you're looking to serve or if you're looking to be a part of a ministry and get into ministry one of the biggest things that I would advise you is consider in your heart if you're zealous in yourself or is God the one creating the zeal in you? I like that, I like that. Because if you start there, you won't waste your time. Because if you get overly excited and zealous within yourself because you feel like you're doing a good thing, you missed it. Jesus is not about doing a good thing, it's about living life in him. Because anything he touches or speaks to or over Life comes out of it. When you do it from a place of I want to go to church and I want to do something good and I want to be a part of a good organization and be around good people, you'll always struggle. So the downfalls that I have experienced is I was one of those people at certain times where I got zealous about something in ministry and my father in the faith had to tell me, hey, that ain't it we go this way. And I had to learn that spiritual maturity. Oh my God, this is so good. That spiritual maturity is understanding that there is somebody that's called your headship that's going to tell you things that you may not like to hear, but they have been seasoned long enough that they have gone through what you've gone through and they have been told the same thing and it's made them better. We live in a generation where if you want to get into ministry, One of the things that has to change is that men and women of God that are coming up need to learn to listen to the ones that God put in place. Amen. Because if you shoot the messenger, if you shoot the message, you shot the messenger. And, uh, and I, so, so, so one of one of my downfalls in the beginning was, and I think we all go through it. It's a, it's called our flesh until the Holy spirit begins to, you know, shave off, uh, areas of your old self. Right. And one of the things was, who does this guy think he is telling me what to do, but yet I wanted to be in ministry. After a while, I was like, yeah, I like this, man. This is cool. This is nice. This is good. People love Jesus. I love Jesus. And then all of a sudden he said, yeah, you love Jesus. Okay, well, I know you're happy to do that, but we're not doing that. Well, what do you mean? That was my idea. So my advice is for young people is when you come into ministry, come expecting for God to do things that you never expected. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: And one last question, this one,
0: um, of course, It's for our audience who are actually listening out uh, back in the project, back in the streets. Yeah. Because, of course, this podcast is not only for the people of God. This podcast is for everyone and for anyone. Yeah. So I would like you, um, Pastor Sanchez, of course, just to directly speak to those out in the streets that thinks that they have no hope, they have no aspiration people that think they cannot get out of the situation Um, because of course you've been through that path you know and situation out in the street i've seen them a lot in my lifestyle and stuff like that what word would you give them that they think they have no hope no escape there's no entry, because some people think that they have to hustle um, cause that's all they were taught about. Yeah. That's all they knew. That's all they saw. Some, some girls think they have to prostitute because that's all they knew. That's all they saw. That's how they got their money. Some people out there has no aspiration as far as drugs and drugs can be very addictive. Mm-hmm. And I think there's no hope. Can you address them and give them um, a word, and encouragement? What would you tell them? How can they captivate this moment
1: and seize Jesus? Yeah. So um, what I'm about to say for whoever's listening, it'll really release you if you catch it. Um, Something I was raised under for a long time. The greatest things are not taught, they're caught. So if you catch this, it'll change your life. For you to get out of where you are and find hope that there's a possibility to get out where you are, you have to lay down the idol that you're chasing. Uh, There are a lot of people that, there are a lot of you out there that are idolizing the hood. You're idolizing drugs because it makes you money. You're idolizing selling your body if you're a woman. You're idolizing sending pictures and getting paid for it because you think that that's normal because after all, society puts you in a box and you believe the box you live in. That box is a box of idolatry. What happens is the way to get out of that box is not easy yet easy because you have to forfeit everything you've ever loved for the one true person that's always loved you. So what I mean by that is my advice to you is To get out of these situations, you must realize you must leave them. (laughs) David, actually, before he was about to commit uh, to to sleep with, uh, I forget her name now, uh, Bathsheba. Something happened to where he jetted and he left. God intervened. So what I'm telling you is begin to to believe God and pray even if you don't see it happen and declare that the Lord Jesus Christ, first of all, if you're not saved, accept him in your heart. Confess it out of your mouth in public in a church. In a church, it doesn't have to be a church setting, but it's around people that are believers that have done that before. Give your life to Christ and allow him to lead you in every area of your life when you do these things you'll realize that little by little my advice will begin to happen in your life you have to leave the hood behind that's my advice number one you have to leave the drugs behind you think that making money is only by the drugs you sell then you don't trust the god that loves you before anything else before the god that loved you before you were formed in your mother's womb has a plan for you notice i didn't say had i said has he has a plan for you. That plan is to give you an opportunity for you to see that he has every step ordered in your life. How do I know that? The steps of a righteous man are ordered yeah. unto God. Yeah. So if you want my advice, my advice is this in a nutshell. Leave behind what you've been worshiping and worship the one true God, which is Jesus Christ.
0: And while we're in that same talking, can you do me a favor?
1: Yeah. Can you go ahead and lead them into Christ? Yeah. So anyone that's listening to this right now, at the sound of my voice, getting saved is not me telling you that you're a sinner. Getting saved is me telling you that Jesus so loved you that he paid the price for you. He paid the price as you. If you believe that he put all of your sins on his shoulders and you want to be released from the the hat of being labeled as a sinner and now translated into a son. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I trust that what you did on Calvary was for me. I trust that when you went to the grave, you died as me and you rose up as the new me. And this day, Lord, I confess to you that you are my Lord and my Savior, and that this day I give my life to you and never to go back to the world again. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Welcome to the family, my captivate audience. we appreciate you God loves you. heaven is rejoicing and we appreciate you for tuning in. please turn on your notification and share this with someone who is who are who is going through the same situation someone who needs a hand someone who needs Jesus most importantly but just someone who needs to hear it from a fellow brother or fellow friend and yours truly pastor. Pastor Alexander Sanchez. Thank you very much. Tune in for next week